Good day, everybody. Welcome to Planted Discuss. I'm still your boy, Adi Balogun. I'm still your host and anchor. Call me whatever you want, moderator, anchor. I'm still here. Today, we're, we have another fantastic and very juicy topic for you. We're talking about something that interests you, something that affects your everyday life. We're talking about cyber security. We're talking about ransomware and other intrusions. So, and again, we brought in our guy, our main man, Peter Oladeji. Hello, Peter. How are you? Hey, Hadeh. Good evening. Thanks for having me. How are All you? right. I'm doing great too, Peter. I'm doing great. So, viewers, you know, as usual, at Atlantic Discourse, we embrace humanity to disseminate positive news in a world filled with bad news. We give a voice to the unheard. We balance the information equation. We discuss the facts wherever it leads to. We combine the best of all races to get the best out of mankind. We serve as a bridge between the developing and the developed world. We embrace art, sports, politics, IT, and faith-based issues. We never run away from the fact. So like I told you, we have an in-house specialist in, uh, today. Peter Oladeji is not new to you. He was here earlier on when we were talking about investment and other things involving cryptocurrency. Today now we have the e-Naira. We're going to bring him back to come and tell us about e-Naira. But today we're talking about cyber security ransomware and other intrusion. So let's kick the guy running, Peter. Peter, what is cyber security? Yeah, Ade. Uh, yeah, cyber security. Uh, let me try to explain it a little bit in a layman's language where it can benefit everybody. That's what we want. Either, the layman's language. <laughs> yeah, either, either you are in IT or not. But uh, to start with, you know, cybersecurity is concerned or is a branch of uh, information technology uh, practice that deals with securing of the infrastructure. Now, I, I, I promised earlier on that I was going to break it down in a layman's language. Just think about your regular life. Think about what matters to you, your assets, you know, your home, your car or stuff like that. We, we, in the normal man's life, you, we, we have what we call cop or police, which makes sure that we are secured in our community. They protect against the bad guys. So the bad guy in the cyberspace, the bad guy in the software space, they are also assisting. And in order to protect against them, to ensure that they do not steal or they do not impact us, from the usefulness of what matters to us, that is the branch of IT that is concerned with securing our cyberspace. That is, in the layman's language, that is what cybersecurity is. Wow, thank you very much. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I like the fact that you are, you are putting everything in layman's time because we're not, we all use laptop, we all use desktop, but we just don't know, you know, the gravity and the importance of all this time. So, we are ready to learn. Peter, what is ethical hacking? Is it is it illegal or is it legal? Tell us about what's ethical hacking. Okay, uh, b- before before you we, we discuss about what uh, ethical hacking is, I will probably start well, from what is hacking. You know, when, when you say something or someone hack into your system, either your laptop, your desktop, and when we are talking about the uh, uh, organization like the e-commerce companies, hacking also exists. Hacking simply means when you, when an intruder, someone that shouldn't have access to your system, gain access to it in order to use it, either to either to manipulate it or either to uh, uh, to steal your information, you know, like stealing of identity. 
those are ACA. Now, when we not talk about ethical ACA, it's like saying, are they a, a, a good witch or, or, or bad witch? So that is talking about the ethical ACA. The ethical ACA are the ones who have been trained to reason like ACAs, but they are not actually using it from the bad side of things. They are, they are thinking like, okay, if an ACA gain access to my system, what are they trying to do? What do they need? What do they need from my system? Why does an intruder want to gain access into my system? If they gain access into my system, what do they want? What do they really want? What kind of information they, they want? They reason ahead of that. And when they are able to determine what kind of information they need, they then reason again. Okay, if they get this kind of information, at what ex exact extent do they want to use this information? What do they want to use it for? Do they use it to make money? Do they do they do they do they do they hold me to ransom? Like okay, uh, uh, before I will be able to get my information back, I need to part with certain amount of money. Just again, putting it in a in a layman's language, when you you you've probably heard about uh, 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 kidnappers. You know, when kidnappers kidnap people, they they either hell bent to get to ransom before they release whosoever they, they kidnap. So in order for those people, you know, the ethical workers are the people who are professionally trained to reason that way so that they can prevent hacking from happening or if hacking has happened into the system so that they can resolve it amicably in order to, you know, having the, uh, for the vulnerability resolution in such a way that doesn't affect the I mean, the company or doesn't damage the image of such company. And again, your number two question, is the ethical hacking illegal? No, it's not illegal. There are actually professional costs that you have to certify before you can become an ethical actor. So it is very, very legal, not illegal. So ethical hackers are the policemen of the cyber world. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Are there type of hackers? You know, now I'm not okay. We know you're kind of breaking. Can you hear me? You're breaking. Voice is gone. I can't hear you any longer. Okay. Uh, in case you are, you are hearing me, yeah, let me just try to speak. If I understand your uh, uh, question very well, are there types of hackers? That is the yeah. only thing I hear. Yes, yeah. okay. name them. Do we have type of hackers? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are basically main three categories of hackers, and uh, you know, um, for the time, I mean, for the benefit of time to shorten the things. I will summarize them into these three categories that are black art hackers, there are white art hackers, and there are gray art hackers. And the difference is this. Uh, in as much as I don't like representing black with something bad, but that is how the cybersecurity uh, documentation and courses define them. The black art hackers are also known as the unethical hacker. Remember, we talked earlier on about ethical hacker. So if you have something that is ethical, then the, the opposite of ethical is unethical. And what is the meaning of unethical? Or, or, or they can also be called security cracker. So these people act the system illegally 
to steal money or steal, uh, steal your information or to achieve their own illegal goals like you know holding you to ransom like stealing your information like changing your identity and stuff like that so you know they find multinationals they find bigger banks they, they find uh government organization that they hack into their system steal people information you know like targeting some information about people's account people's social security and some other pci information those are the black hackers and that is what they do the opposite the opposite of them is white art hackers the white art hacker are also known as ethical hacker which we discussed earlier on or in the it environment we call them penetration tester so these are the people who think are a or who think like an hacker or who knows what an hacker does or the intention of a, of someone who is trying to hack a system they think in order to either prevent it or resolving what can uh, 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 look like a, a loose end that can enable hacker to penetrate. And the third one, which I explained, I mean, which I mentioned earlier on, they are gray art hackers. So these people are like hybrid. They function both as both uh, uh, black art hacker and white art hacker. However, their own impression is not to uh, uh, do things illegally, but sometimes their their activities will also be categorized as both legal and illegal because you know functioning as hybrid between black art hacker and white art hacker, they can hack any system even if they don't have permission to test. So remember, the first one is the black art hacker which doesn't have permission but they illegally break into the system. Those are the unethical. The ethical one are the one that the company are really are actually paying for them to test the vulnerabilities or where the system are lacking some things. Those are ethical hackers. But this third one, the gray art hacker, they can function as either of both. And I will give you a typical example. One of my consulting companies in the past, we actually have a program annually whereby the company will pay folks you know, like inviting some ethical actor from outside and present a certain system, a representation of the company system, and ask them to break the code, try to break in either from the web app, from the application app, from the network, or from the old space. You know, but we gave them some instruction. We don't allow them to touch the production, and some company also does that. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Peter. That was that was so. I mean. This is, it, I mean, I now I have, I'm more enlightened on this issue. Thank you very much. So can you, can you explain to us the difference? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the major difference is this. Uh, I will, let me, let me theoretically explain both. Uh, you know, the importance of uh, people breaking into this system or cyber, uh, 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 cyber thieves. Let me call. Let me call them. What, what, I mean, let, let me call them cyber thieves. The, the importance of what they are trying to do is either to exploit people of their ad. Sorry, to interject. You can hack phishing too. So it's going to be malware, ransomware, other intrusions like phishing. Yeah. Ex exactly. I, I, I will. I will definitely mention that, but I will categorize them first into two aspects. Then later on, I will further break it down a little bit. But okay. in the two categories that I will first of all break it is between the malware and ransomware. The malware is a type of software program, you know, it's like an application developed 
in order to break into the system to to damage it you know or or, or it's, a, it's a kind of code that has been developed in order to break into your network your system your computer and once this have access to your system it will damage it can damage the system you know or, or constitute some uh 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 nuisance to your uh, to your to your to your machine or to your system and also it can deny you access from your system an example of those are like viruses bugs worms bots you know spareware hardware and trojans however in the opposite side of it is the ransomware however ransomware is also similar attribute to the malware however the major difference between them is that why malware have potential of damaging of damaging your system or the infrastructure and could be easily fixed than the ransomware the ransomware is designed in order to exploit you so as to deny you access to your system whereby if an hacker gets into your system and they, they can encrypt your system they can change your password they can change your information and then call you back say okay uh, before we can give you access back to your system you have to pay us this kind of amount just like example of a kidnapper where kidnapper kidnaps someone with no intention to kill then they will call the family member of the person they kidnap trying to demand some money a typical example if uh, you listening to music you listening to nigeria music is an example of tiwa savage sex leaks this based whereby the person who capture or who add that video proposed to her and say hey we have this it's in our hand before we can really if if you do not give us money or the the kind of defined demanding for some amount of money in order for them not to uh, release it you know if that happened in cyberspace you can categorize it as ransomware because the hacker or whosoever get that information is trying to use it against the owner of the private information you know that kind of thing wow that's very very interesting you you just broke it down well and it gets clearer and better you know but the point is how do you if you have been hacked, for example, I mean, from what you've said, I mean, if, if they are blackmailing you, that's one area. But how do you know? I, I just opened my laptop now. If Will I know if I've been hacked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, one of one of ways you know you've been hacked is actually what you just mentioned. And depending on the gravity of the system that has been hacked, number one is the is the blackmail that you mentioned, which is common. Uh, if we are to, I, I will start with uh, a bigger organization. For instance, now uh, we all hear about the hacking of uh, one of the uh, uh, credit monitoring. I won't mention the name in this program, but that happened about three, four years ago, whereby they had to even send information to all their customers that the system was hacked and stuff like that. People should monitor their credits and stuff like that. But without what I said, I know if you Google, you see that name. However, bringing it down to the layman, you know some of the, those things you see on your system is that probably you see your computer being very slow that is one number two you can see a lot of different pop-up or some virus or probably if if you are the kind who bookmark some of your maybe account information your social security thing 
you know, those information that are PCI, that are personally identifiable information, they, if they have been stolen, you know, you, you see that probably someone uses your name to acquire some credit facility or credit card and stuff like that. And that is what we call dark web, where these hackers sell information, you know, either either uh, 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 knowingly or non-knowingly. You know, but what I mean by knowingly is that either they declare the, the source or they don't declare it. And most of the ethical hackers also know about this information as well. But to a common man, most of the things that you got to understand is that probably you see that the system you can log into, you don't have access to again. Your password is no longer long, is no longer working. Your email has been changed from your account. Maybe your bank account is, you know, the, the information, you are no longer receiving direct information from the company or from your bank. And it's going to someone else. Someone is either withdrawing your money or using your system for something else, or you see some uh, uh, information that you do not register for, that your account is being used for it. Those are some signs that you know that something is wrong with your account or you've been hacked. Wow, that's, uh, it gets better. Okay. Everybody owns a laptop. Everybody owns a desktop, a palm top, or something. So, what are the what are the actions that we should a routine, routine, you know, to to avoid to, be, to prevent being hacked? Okay, uh, that's a good question. At, at least to, uh, either to prevent or to correct anomalies that has happened. Uh, number one that I will recommend is uh, the use of your password. Uh, you know. Uh, I could remember in some, even some people still try it up to today, whereby you use some kind of common password or easily guessable password. For instance, now you 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 probably want to pass your, your computer now. Say you are me now, Peter Oladeji, and you say Peter Oladeji 1974, Peter Oladeji uh, uh, 118. Any you know anybody who is closer to you or who is trying to filter information about you, my can easily get that that is your first name, last name, and probably your year of birth. You know, that kind of a thing. Or probably um, uh, some some things that are common, maybe a place you like visiting. So be mindful of the type of password you use. Try to use strong password that is not easily guessable. Some people are so religious, they just say, Jesus is Lord. That is the password. That's all. All those are bad. <laughs> all those are bad, are bad, word, are bad password ethic. Uh, the other thing I want to encourage are two-factor authentication. Uh, for instance, I discussed the other time when we are discussing about crypto, uh, why people are afraid that uh, it will take up their job. You know, when people are nursing this kind of fear, that is where the cybersecurity actually play role and there will be more robust application that will be released. And you know, two-factor uh, uh, authentication was not that popular before, but now you can see people are getting to know more about it, whereby you don't just use how strong, I mean, whatever how strong password you use it is, you still have a second authentication, either for your phone to be called or for another application to authenticate you. So even if someone tries to break in using your password, definitely there is a second authentication that will be needed. Uh, you know, before someone can gain access to your system. The third thing I will recommend is that when you need to use your laptop, your phone, or your accessory in public place rather than your own network, 
be careful of the kind of Wi-Fi you subscribe to. Of course, in some company or some public places, they will tell you before you log in that connecting to this Wi-Fi, your information will be public. In such a, a place, be careful of the kind of browsing you browse in public place. For instance, now, you don't connect to a public Wi-Fi and start checking your account information and bookmark it. Or you go to a public library, you log in into the library, and you are logging in into your, you know, secured information. Be careful about that. The third thing I will recommend uh, or for is, uh, you know, regularly refreshes your password. If you use your password for probably maximum, uh, depending on how complex that password is, if it is really complex, like 12 to 16 character, you can maintain it for maybe three months, six months. After that, try to change it to something else. If you are, if you have so much gadget, gadget, and I, I do not recommend that you use one password for all. Some people uses the same password on their phone, on their laptop, on their wallet, on their bank account, on everything they have, on their email. It is one single password. Don't use one single password for everything. Try to differentiate it and change it regularly. However, I know it might look complicated, like, oh, I have 10 accounts, either email, bank account, computer, phone. How do I maintain 10 passwords? There are something like KeyPass. There are some things, some uh, software, whereby they auto-generate some random password that people cannot easily guess that you can store. And they are, they are so, I mean, they are, they are a little bit secure, you know, that kind of a thing. And if you discover that you have been hacked or you suspect that your system is being uh, uh, manipulated, the first thing you want to do is to call the relevant authorities to report that one. Number two, if you suspect that something like your account, account has been manipulated, the, the other thing is to call your bank, have a freeze on it. If you are a resident in the U.S., I strongly recommend that you have credit monitoring report. Check it regularly, either on weekly basis, monthly basis. Check your account. Once you see anything suspicious, immediately call your bank to put a freeze on it and change all necessary password. And also, if you are borrowing system or you are using public system again, avoid bookmarking stuff. You know, you, you visit westfago.com, you check your account, you, you see a pop-up that says save password and you click on it. That is a bad practice unless you are working within your network at home. Thank you. Wow, thank you, Peter. Thank you so, so much, man. You well, we're all enlightened. We're all better for it. We know more. So do you have any party short or advice or anything you want to add to all the things you've said, you know, in layman's terms like you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my parting word that I will say is this. Security is everybody's uh, 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 work to do. Just like in normal, you know, normal line of life or normal day-to-day life, when you, when you see something, you say something. When you suspect something, you say something. And also, I want to encourage parents, you know, whose children are venturing into deciding on what career to choose. You know, cybersecurity, IT is a, is a way of the future. In fact, you've not really seen what is about to come. Well, you, you probably have been hearing now about the, uh, you know, more recent news about the electric vehicles, about the artificial intelligence, uh, machine learning. Those are the things of the future. 
And the more we are having all this sophisticated way of managing life through software in cyberspace, the more we have the, the you know the bad guys trying to break in. And the more you have people who want to steal, then the more you need the police to make sure that they are kept away from you know our assets and stuff like that. So if you have people that you can recommend to, I know uh, cybersecurity in IT space is something. And also, again, be self-conscious about your things. Don't just uh, you know don't just allow people to get into your system on you know unannounced. Don't allow yourself to be blackmailed, you know, those kind of things. Some people, they don't care. They can just leave their system open. When you know that you want to step away from your system or you are not going to be at home for some time, just think about it. If you are traveling, you are going on vacation. Nobody open their door and go on vacation, right? But people can leave their personal laptop, personal phone unlocked and leave it to a stranger. You know, when I say stranger here now, I'm not even talking about total stranger that you don't know. Maybe you are in a public place and you are gisting with someone. You left your personal laptop open. Probably a content of email is enough for someone to cram and be able to work on the rest. Or something is popping up on your system, which is reading. I usually, again, do recommend to people, if you don't need to use your camera, I usually tape it off. If I need to attend a meeting that I need to show myself, I remove the tape from my, you know, from my uh, my laptop or my desktop at home and stuff like that. You know, if you don't need it, tape it off because you don't know if anything is happening. You know, and that is why you see even some people that have been caught unconsciously catching their nude and stuff like that, that they can be blackmailed and stuff like that. And you know, so many other things online these days. And also for your personal system, I definitely recommend. If you are using system at home, uh, like Windows, I recommend that you, you use antivirus on them. Uh, they are not that costly. And if you are using a system like, you know, this is a more or less like a enterprise environment, I prefer Linux environment or Mac base because those are a little bit more protective from the virus than even the Windows. But notwithstanding, all of them are still uh, can be hacked or one way or the other, uh, people can break into them. You need to be self-conscious, um, uh, pay attention to what is happening. If you see anything unusual in your system, quickly investigate it. If you don't know anything to do, again, shut it down. Try to call around, try to ensure that your information is protected. Thank you so much. Oh, wonderful, Peter. Thank you very much. God bless you so much. You are, you are Mr. Crypto, you are Mr. Cyber Security. You are just the man. We've been talking to Peter Oladeji on Atlanta Discord. Our topic has been cybersecurity, malware, ransomware, and other intrusions, how to handle it, how to deal with them. So next week, we're going to come to you with another very juicy topic. So once again, thank you, Peter, for joining Atlanta Discourse again. We will not need you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank Bye, you, everybody. You're welcome, Peter. Bye, everybody. Bye.